So guys tend to not want to vomit out the things that are going on because of the fact that they don't want to burden other people. Understandable, admirable, but also causes a lot of failure in relationships because the more we do this, the more we have arguments and one person is believing the other person is mad at them when typically the things that are happening in the relationship, the disconnection is happening because of the fact that the person, one of the people are going through something in their life that is impacting them in a way that's starting to now reflect on the relationship. My name is Johnny Elsasser, and I'm a former Special Operations U.S. Army Ranger and Tactical Commander to the U.S. Ambassador's Protective Detail. I have seen the struggle even the most hardened men have faced when they combat their inner demons, and I am here to shine a light on those struggles to show that no man is exempt from adversity and internal pain. Men from all walks of life share their stories of hardship, darkness, and perseverance so that every man knows that whatever he is going through, he is not alone. Evolution for men begins now. This is a Soul Fire production. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Art of Masculinity. I want to dive into something today that's obviously very, uh, you guys are going to be like, Johnny, I get it. Like, we understand this. Like, we've all known this since the dawn of time. But I want to dive into this because there's a whole nuanced version of what it means for women and, and men to be completely different, right? And so, No, we're not getting into the political conversation on genders and things like that. That's not what we're doing here. What I'm talking about is how women and men, we just kind of process information very differently. And so in relationships, a lot of the times the miscommunication and frictions caused because of the fact that both parties just don't necessarily understand the other person's way of seeing the world or the other person's way of perceiving the world or the other person's way of even perceiving that environment or that scenario or the solution to that scenario. Like there's so much convolution here because of the fact that we don't understand the way the other person thinks, processes information, logically comes to conclusions, or even creates a structure to solve a problem. We don't have those similarities, right? Like it is just, it's, it's a fact. Men and women are very different in those capacities. And this has caused a lot of friction in relationships. Now, I hear from women all the time asking me, like, how can they better understand their man to help get them on a path, you know, to not only find their, you know, highest potential, but also to support them on their path of reaching their highest potential and succeeding in their aspirations of business and impact. You know, I get this question pretty frequently. My wife gets it as well. And women are asking her to ask me about these things, right? And so I felt like this is something that has to be addressed. And I know that I've experienced it as well in my relationship. You know, part of the early development stages for me, I was probably, I probably came to the evolution of this when we were living in our apartment in Alexandria. And I was talking with my wife in our apartment and we were getting, it was an argument. She was getting agitated. I was getting agitated. And there was just a complete misfire of information. And the whole thing was not even that big of a deal. Now, when that happened, I sat back and I had already been kind of on my self-development journey at this point for about a year or so. So I, I sat back and was like, okay, well, what happened? Like, why did, why did something that was so small get so blown out of proportion? And what was the cause of this? And what was it that I could do better, not only for myself, but for my, my, you know, my girlfriend at the time, we weren't married yet. 
And so I was thinking about all this and I was like, oh, okay, let me ask the question, like what happened in the argument and what were you feeling before the argument? So I came to the realization that earlier before the argument, I believe this one, I had just come home from work. We were getting ready to go to the gym, which was driving 45 minutes to drive like three miles because it's DC area. So that was like not fun, but also gave time for pre-workout to kick in. But we were getting ready to go to the gym and then had this argument. And I had just gotten home from work. I was still working for the federal government. And it was one of those days where kind of everything just kind of hits the fan, shit hits the fan. Things don't go super well. And you know, you just kind of feel like you're a bug, not the windshield, right? So you're a bug on the windshield. That's what I felt like that day. So when I came home and then she had whatever was going on with her day, whatever was going on in her mind, you know, come up and question something that had to do with our, our day or weekend. And she had that, you know, tone or energy. It ended up spiking up where my energy was because I was already not in a great place. And it ended up cultivating uh, an environment that neither of us wanted, but we ended up having to experience. And so I thought about all of this and I was like, well, okay, like if I'm feeling that way and I didn't tell her that, that probably led to further friction or further miscommunication during that time. So had I gone in and into that conversation said, hey, hey babe, maybe like right now is just not like a great time for us to talk about X, Y, or Z because I'm a little stressed because work was, was kind of, you know, a shit show today. That probably would have gone a long way. Now, men don't do this. I know I didn't do this. I know most men don't do this. I've coached hundreds of men or I've coached and worked around hundreds of men. And I know that we do not share this kind of information. Part of the first reason on why we don't is that we don't want to burden other people, right? Like, and, and especially with women, you guys absorb things emotionally. So if I say, hey, I'm, you know, having a rough day because of this and this at work. And I just kind of want to like have a, you know, 15 minutes to myself or 30 minutes to myself. Well, then you're going to feel that emotion and then you're going to embody that emotion. And then that's going to affect your day. So guys tend to not want to vomit out the things that are going on because of the fact that they don't want to burden other people. Understandable, admirable, but also causes a lot of failure in relationships because the more we do this, the more we have arguments and one person is believing the other person is mad at them when typically the things that are happening in the relationship, the disconnection is happening because of the fact that the person, one of the people are going through something in their life that is impacting them in a way that's starting to now reflect on the relationship, has nothing to do with the relationship. But because we don't speak up about these things to understand what's going on in one another, because we are not exposing that, it causes that friction. Now, I say all of this because yes, men and women are different. We process information differently. We expose information differently. We handle vulnerability differently. And we handle trust differently when it comes to vulnerability. And so in all of this, women, listen to me that like it is not lost. You are not lost if your man is not coming along with you on the ride for the development right now and you feel like it's impacting your business, you feel like it's impacting your growth, okay? You're not lost and he's not hopeless, okay? There is a way to do this and there is a process in which you can actually start to influence him. Guys, you know, sorry to tell you, 
It's not about you being manipulated, but it is about the women having the proper ways to influence us because when, when they do, especially when they're on a positive path, that if we were on a similar one, we could really improve our own lives. That's a good thing. We want that to happen. And the most influential person in our lives, and I can, again, speak from my own experience and speak for a lot of men, uh, pretty much almost all of them, because every guy says, every, every husband, every husband, every dad, well, hey, man, why do you want to make a lot of money and have a business for my wife and my kids? Or you, that I ask them, hey man, like why do you want to get better in this area of life for my wife and my kids? Everything is always for the wife and the kids. And so any guy that tries to say that like, oh, that, that a woman, the woman in their lives giving them an influence in a way that's not pressuring them is not gonna work. You're a fucking liar. And I promise you, either you're a liar or you're the, a complete dirtbag, like one or the other. Just gonna be honest here. For most men, these things do work. You know, influencing the men through a way of creating a non-pressurized situation while also giving them the tools that can percolate in their subconscious. So then the ideas and the provocation to do something different comes from that information while it sits with them. That is all real. And I can tell you 100% this worked on me and I know it works on pretty much a majority of men out there because the women in our lives are big influences for the actions that we take and for how we lead our lives when we decide to include a, uh, another person in it, right? Our wives in it, our girlfriends in it, whatever. And so this is important that to let you know that your journey is not lost because he's not on it and he is not hopeless because you're on that journey and he hasn't jumped on it yet. There are ways to do this. Now, one of the things that Taylor did, and I'll give you an idea here of how this, this kind of worked out for me, was Taylor, you know, when we were first starting to date, she was actually originally a friend of mine from the gym and, and I had started getting into bodybuilding. She was already a, a pretty successful bodybuilder by that point. I think she was actually kind of leaving the bodybuilding world because she had taken first place in numerous competitions, taken, you know, second and third place and others. She was very accomplished. And she was kind of exiting the, the bodybuilding world and I was kind of getting into it. And she introduced me to a group of bodybuilders and one of them predominantly became my coach because he, he was the coach for all this group. So he really good, really good uh, process there. But anyways, um, we were friends and I was coming out of a divorce. Now, being in alpha from special operations and doing, you know, protection and being in that, envi- that alpha environment and coming from this this understanding that you are, you can do anything on this planet. Now it doesn't change the fact just because I went through a divorce that I, that I think that about myself, I know I can do whatever I put my mind to. But at the time when I experienced the, the divorce, I experienced what I would define as failure, right? In my life. And I had like everything I had applied myself, like, like seriously applied myself to, I'd been successful in. And I really tr- thought that I applied myself to the marriage and I failed. And I always put the women in my life up on a pedestal, I'd be like, you know, if, if it's, if something's going wrong, then I need to learn how to fix it. I need to figure out how we can be successful. And I felt like I failed in that capacity as well. And so I had all these conversations in my head. I had a friend who was on her self-development journey. She had started her business, her fitness business at the time. For those of you ladies who are listening, who do know my wife, she, yes, she did have a fitness business. 
um, a long time before she got to where she is now. And uh, that was her whole evolution. But her being on her self-development journey was really impactful for me because what she would do is she would share information. And she had no pressure to me to receive this information or even to do anything with it. You know, I like to say that she had the three key things she had were patience, persistence, and influence. But it wasn't persistence because the fact she wanted me to change. She just knew there was a higher potential for me. And just like for anybody out there, right? Like everybody has a higher level of potential. And if you're willing to expand yourself and grow individually, that potential becomes even more exposed. Now, I had already reached high, high levels of potential physically and operationally. But when it came to interpersonal growth, um, it was something that I did not have any real tangible experience in. I had no reference point for. And frankly, I was actually against, right? Because I thought I was good the way I was. So she started uh, kind of dripping this information to me in books and podcasts and conversations. And I was like, ah, oh, this is like a bunch of bullshit, whatever. Didn't really think much of it. But because of her patience, persistence and influence, I started to pick up books on my own. I started to listen to podcasts on my own when she wasn't there. I started to really dive into the self-development space so I could explore my own growth because I knew after a failed marriage, something had to change. I just didn't know what, I didn't know how, and I couldn't put together the pieces because I didn't have the tools. But as I reluctantly stepped on this path because the information that percolated in my subconscious from, you know, months and months of conversations and, you know, Taylor throwing books at me, not physically, but like, you know, putting books at the, my apartment, and her just, you know, giving information to me and podcasts and stuff, it ended up sinking in that the thing that needed to change was I needed to have a conversation with myself. And so the first thing I did was I read a book called Excuses Be Gone. Now, if you guys have heard my story, you know that that is one of the biggest catalysts. Aside from Taylor, that is the next biggest catalyst to my jump into the self-development process. But in that point, I can tell you right now, before that, I was probably further than any man listening to the show right now and uh, further than any man that is in your life right now as a woman um, from self-development. I had no, no ambition for it. I had only completely bad things to say about it. And I did. And I had no real confidence that there was anything in it for me because I thought I was a complete whole adult man who had seen war, been to combat, was strong in what he did was able to persevere in austere environments, was able to persevere against odds, was able to adapt, like all these things, right? I thought that's who I was, so I had nothing to improve. But lo and behold, I had a lot to improve, as we all do. And so I began reading, and what this took me on was my path of self-development, which turned into a podcast that is almost 400 episodes long. You guys have listened to, some of you have listened to this a long time. Some of you are new listeners. But we have almost 400 episodes. We'll be hitting that here pretty soon. And I have a book out that helped men. I have helps men. I have a YouTube channel, if you don't know, um, that actually, you know, goes and does little 12 minute videos for helping men and supporting masculinity, healthy masculinity and all these things. I continually put out social media information on Instagram, LinkedIn and Facebook. Like you couldn't have told me that this was going to be my path six years ago because the fact that I only had bad things to say about the personal development. But here we are because of the influence of a woman and because of the fact that there was no pressure involved in that influence and there was just the trickling of information. So I will tell you right now, if I was not hopeless, your man is not hopeless. If 
he is not on your journey right now. It does not mean he will not be on your journey if you don't just at least be persistent and patient with trickling that information. Now, I do have tools for this, actual real tools of applying this, how this was done to me, because I looked back and was like, wow, there's like a lot to this when I reflect on how it worked, why it worked, and what it was that worked with me. I was like, if I can synthesize this and give this information to women, women, you guys are going to have the ability to influence your relationships, to be the supportive, genuine, supportive, and understanding relationships that you need to thrive in your businesses, your aspirations, your impact, and your development. And men, you're going to be the byproduct of getting great information to improve your lives and your happiness. It's a win-win for both parties. So what I did was come up with this three secrets that I like to refer to them as on how to lovingly hack your man. And it is incredibly important to do this because it's not manipulative. You're actually supporting their personal well-being and your relationship and yourself. It's a, it's a win-win-win situation. You know, David R. Covey talks about that in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is like, you always want to search for the win-win, right? Well, this is a win-win-win. And I saw that and I was like, well, cool. This is a win-win-win for them. And I get the ability to give information that is really tangible. It is really applicable and you could do it tomorrow. Start doing it tomorrow. So I came up with all this because I wanted women to succeed and I also wanted relationships to be at their highest levels. And I also want to continually impact men positively. God knows, guys, you aren't the best at putting money into yourselves and actually doing coaching and actually doing the things that are going to improve your lives. That's okay. Story for another day. But if I can go and give this information to women, it can help men as well. Hey, everyone, want to take a quick second here and let you know about my new book, Design the Man Within. It is all about getting the everyday man the tools he needs to start becoming a better version of himself, but also becoming a man who loves himself and impacts the people around him positively. Go ahead to designthemanwithin.com and get your copy today. I am very proud of this book and it was the book I needed years ago when I started my journey. And so I hope that it can be that door opening book for every man out there to start his own personal journey with tools and tips that I've used to help grow through some of the darkest times in my life to become somebody who looks at the man in the mirror and loves who he sees. So make sure you head over to designthemanwithin.com and get your copy today. So I say all of this because women, if you are interested in learning these three secrets, these things that helped me to come along the way with, with Taylor on her journey, create my own journey and create this life that I am now on, this path that I am now on, well then sign up for my webinar. My, my free webinar is on November 28th at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you don't make the webinar, if you sign up and register, at least you will get the recording and it will give you the three secrets to lovingly hack your man. You know, it is something that I hold very dear and I really want you guys to have. So please sign up for that because it will impact your life. You can utilize those tools the very next day on your man and you can start working those into your daily practices to help support you guys both. I say all of this in the effect that these things work and men are not unchangeable. Guys, you are not unchangeable no matter 
how staunch you are in your stance of personality. You are not unchangeable. You are able to evolve and there are ways to do it where it becomes part of your own decision-making process and you're not forced or pressured to do it or given ultimatums. So just know that there is influence that we need. There's a lot of reasons why we need it. We grow up with it in a lot of different ways, yet we seldomly want to expose ourselves to influence and the positive things to grow as adults, right? So I hope that this lands for you guys. Guys, I hope you got something from it. Women, I really hope you got something from this and make sure to sign up for the webinar. Click the link in the show notes to get part of the webinar for November 28th and be part of what's going on as far as trying to learn these three secrets lovingly hack your man. All right, everybody, as always, remember men that we, the world deserves a better caliber of man and is our obligation to give it to him.